Hey guys, Christy here. Uh, today we're going to be talking all things wedding budget, the really bad, bad word budget. So there are so many things to consider when you are making your budget, and I highly suggest that you have one. Whether or not you follow it is a whole nother story, but it's good to know your base, what you can afford, the things you're willing to splurge on, and the things you're willing to save on. So it's always important when you make your budget, obviously talk with your fiance and figure out a number that's right for you both. And always leave a little cushion because trust me, you will overspend on your wedding day, especially when you have months and sometimes years to plan. You will be in Home Goods, TJ Maxx, um, all these different stores, just picking up the most random things for your wedding day that you may or may not even use. But you're like, you know what? This would look adorable with my color palette. I need this. I'm going to get it. So those tiny little I'm going to get it nows really do add up in the long run. So when we're talking about budget today, we're really be talking about what percentage of your budget to a lot to each category. So we won't talk about every single category because trust me, that will be a very long podcast episode and you do not want to listen to me for that long, but we'll talk about your main ones. So for instance, let's say your total budget is about $75,000, which if you're hosting a wedding in New Jersey is very realistic. Um, your reception itself, which is going to be like your catering, the food, um, services with your like tax or gratuity, any rental items, that's going to make up about 41% of your budget. So if you have a $75,000 budget, you're looking at $30,750 to a lot for your reception. So that does not include any of your decor items or anything like that. That's strictly like food and drink. So it's almost half of your budget. And we're talking a venue that is going to be providing these things for you. Um, for a DIY, it does end up very close and very similar to this, but DIY has a bunch of other aspects to consider. Um, so you'll really want to talk to your wedding planner and figure out a percentage and a budget that works for you personally. On the opposite end of the spectrum, you have your ceremony, which is about 2% of your total budget. So you're looking at about $1,500 spend, which for your ceremony would be your facility rental, your officiant, and that also includes your marriage license, which is a very small amount, but we want to make sure we're including everything because like I said earlier, those tiny little amounts in the end definitely add up. A way to kind of play around with your ceremony budget is a lot of brides and grooms are now having frienders officiate their wedding, which is great if you have someone who is very well-spoken, maybe they are ordained, they've done this before, and maybe they don't have a legit officiant business, but you trust them and you want them to be a part of your big day, awesome. But if you're hiring what we like to call a friender to officiate your wedding just to save on costs because you love them as well, that is really not the best way to go. 
you definitely want to hire a professional speaker, and we have plenty that we can recommend to you. Um, some, such as Tanya Pushkin from The Vow Whisper, she will actually help you craft your vows, help you and your fiance with your public speaking, and really put it all together so it's very cohesive. And when you're looking back on your wedding video, you will be happy with what you're seeing and what you're hearing because you'll be very well-spoken. You'll prevent, present yourself well. And it's something that is very, just very well put together compared to someone who might be doing this for the first time. You're saving a couple bucks. You get what you pay for is what I'm trying to say there. Um, then we'll talk a little bit about your photo and video. So not everyone does a videographer which we allot about 6% of the total budget to that. So like I said before, you know, you're working with a $75,000 budget, you're going to be looking at about $4,500 to spend on a videographer. That doesn't really include, you know, if you want highlight reels, um, same day edits during the reception played, those things will start to add up in the end. But I personally always recommend having a videographer it is, I feel, underrated. I think a lot of couples will skip the videographer to save on their wedding day. But in reality, when you only have photos, there are going to be people on your wedding day that you want to hear their voices again. They're not always going to be here with you. And you also will never, ever get the chance to see your groom or your bride coming down the aisle. So one of you are always going to be standing up there first, and then someone is walking down after. And it's the person that's walking down after that really misses out on that whole vision from the other side. Plus, you'll get to see your bridesmaids, your groomsmen walk down, your family. It's really just really special moments that a bride or groom doesn't always get to see. And then you also get to relive your day over and over. And if you plan on having children, they can watch it too. And I know there are people that say they never watch their wedding video, but I am someone who I watch my wedding video all the time. So I always say spend, splurge, get the videographer. Um, your photographer, we do a lot 7% of your budget to that. So you're looking at just over $5,200 um, on a $75,000 budget. When you are booking your photographer, keep in mind, we always say two is better than one. If you are doing a first look, we highly recommend that you have two photographers that day. Sometimes we even have three photographers for some weddings, even four, just depending on the size, the location, the timing of the day. But you definitely want two photographers because you want to be able to capture the reaction of the first look from both sides. And one person just cannot do it. It's impossible for them to be in two spots at once. So spend the extra money, get the second photographer, and you will thank us after. <laughs> um, now, flowers are also a main vendor we want to talk about that sometimes people think they can do it themselves, and maybe they can. But if you want centerpieces that are floral and are very well done, put together, and are stress-free, hire a florist. Of course, you also have your bouquet, your boutonnieres, bridesmaids bouquets if you're having a bridal party, maybe something for the parents. Um, you also want to think about like the flower girl, like little extras like that. 
Um, a way to save on a florist is if you were planning on decorating your sweetheart table, rather than doing a separate decor setup for that, you can always use your bridal party's bouquets and line them up around the table. And that really does add just a lot of romance to the table and dresses it up without being excessive. We are suckers for an amazing sweetheart table setup, but we understand it's not in everyone's budget. So that is a way to save on your florist. Also, repurposing your ceremony decor and bring it into the reception or the cocktail hour area post-ceremony. So if you have, let's say, a gazebo that your florist is decorating for you, you can see if that piece can easily be moved to maybe a fireplace that's inside the reception area. So it's a good way to just repurpose your florals, and you always want to check with your florist to make sure that it's possible. And then when you start talking about your DJ, your entertainment, that also is about 7% of your total budget. So just over $5,200. Um, that includes if you're doing ceremony, cocktail hour, and a reception. So couples don't always think that, oh my gosh, like, yeah, we need someone to basically manage the ceremony for all of the sound. And then also cocktail hour. You don't want a completely silent cocktail hour. You definitely want some background music. So whether it's a live entertainer or your DJ playing something in the background, that's just like super chill. You do want to think about those two areas and not only your reception, where of course most of the focus will go. And when you are booking your entertainment, please make sure that you book an MC. Not every single DJ doubles as an MC, which is your master of ceremonies, which is basically the person that is announcing everything throughout the evening. So they will do your intros, they'll announce the brides, the grooms, but they'll also manage, you know, ah, oh, please be seated, dinner's about to be served. You need an MC and you need to confirm with the entertainment company that you're working with that they will provide one for you. If not, you may have to outsource for an MC. The last area I do want to talk about is transportation, which we allot 3% of the budget, which is going to be just over $2,200 if you're working with a $75,000 budget. Yes, it is slightly high if you're doing everything at the venue. You really don't have much to think about transportation-wise. It's really getting yourselves, your bridal party, your groomsmen, the family to the venue from the hotel or wherever you'll be the night before or the morning of, but then also getting everyone home. And there are definitely some key tips that we'll talk about on another podcast or you can speak to your wedding planner about that people definitely don't think of when they're booking their transportation, even something that is Super simple, like we're just getting dropped off at the venue and we need to be picked up at the end of the evening. There is a lot that goes into it that you want to consider, but today we are talking about budget. So although that will be a slightly less cost just having going to the venue and then coming back, if you are having your ceremony off-site from where your cocktail hour and reception are going to be, that will add a little more logistics and a little more to your budget for the day because you need that in-between transportation as well. And you want to think about the length of your ceremony, the type of cars or buses that you're going to need, and who's going to be inside of them. 
because many times our couple will take a beautiful classic car from the ceremony to the reception space. And then the bridal party or the groom's party will be on like a party bus or a shuttle. And then they'll go over to the reception separately. So you just want to think about those things. Who is going where, when they need to be there. Um, Your wedding planner will definitely help you out with all of that. But that will add a little more like logistically and budget-wise to your day because it is additional transportation. Also, what we'll add is if you plan on taking photos off-site from where your ceremony or your reception will be. So maybe there is a local park or an area that you want to take photos that's off-site. You will need the transportation for that and they will need to sit there and wait. So it does add to the time. So just think about these things, talk to your wedding planner, talk to your transportation company, just to get all those details sorted out. So when we just spoke about your reception, your ceremony, photo, video, your florist, entertainment, and your transportation, we cover about 74% of your total budget. So you still have 26% left, which is going to be your Um, your apparel, your stationaries, your accessories, gifts, beauty, the coordinator, gratuity, overages, things like that. And when you work with us, we do have a complete sheet that we break down every single thing you could possibly be spending money on for your wedding day to make it very clear. And it will automatically calculate for you. So it's super easy to use. But just think the things we spoke about are going to be a big portion of your day. And Obviously, those percentages are going to vary from couple to couple depending on what your needs and your priorities are. So before setting your budget, sit down with your fiance and each of you come up with your top three priorities for the day. So the three things that you definitely just do not want to settle on. So maybe that is your photographer, your videographer, and your DJ. Work with your fiance. Work together. You might have the same exact list or it might be a little bit different, but together come up with three then top priorities where you want to spend the money on the wedding day and then go into your budget sheet and alter those percentages as needed. So maybe you are going to nix a videographer altogether. That's going to give you an additional 6% to spend elsewhere. So maybe there are additional stations at the cocktail hour you wanted to splurge on or a food truck after the wedding is like a little like after party snack. You can use that 6% and start to use it in other areas. Definitely, you know, contact your wedding planner, talk about it, get some recommendations because you do want to work with vendors that will also be within your budget and also be the same style that you're envisioning for the wedding day, which is also really big. We want to make sure that you have the wedding day you and your fiance dreamed of without having to cut corners where you just didn't want to. So go home, talk to your fiance. Even if you've already started planning, you can still create your budget sheet and just start filling in the things you've already done, see what's left to go, and then adjust your percentages accordingly. The biggest thing is do not overspend, but also... If something seems too good to be true, it probably is. So if you have a photographer offering you, let's say, I don't know, 10 hours of coverage with two photographers for $1,200, 
I can tell you that is a deal that in New Jersey, at least, is way too good to be true. And you will want to make sure that you're stalking their Instagram, look at reviews, meet them in person, and set up whether it's phone meetings or an in-person and make sure that they're reliable. You would be surprised at how many vendors just miss meetings, they forget about them, and those are not the vendors you want to work with. There are tons of highly professional wedding vendors in this industry, in our area, that you can work with. And if you need any recommendations, please let us know. We love spreading the love with our vendors because we know how they work. We know their styles. We know their price range for you. And we know that when your wedding day comes and even leading up to it, and for some of the vendors like photo and video that you're dealing with post-wedding day, that they will be with you every step of the way and they are super reliable. So if you guys have any questions, uh, shoot us a message. You can email us at info at vervenj.com or drop us a comment on our Instagram, weddings underscore with underscore verve. 